if we are going to show up in the world as our real, authentic, best selves, that is actually a very heroic and a very courageous act to be able to do that. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending it with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, Outperformers. You're getting me on a solo cast here today, where I was actually speaking at a conference not long ago out in Denver, Colorado. And I was speaking to leaders about peak performance training and how they can show up as the best version of themselves. And one of the last points that I was making was really talking about how if we're going to show up in the world as our real, authentic, best selves, that is actually a very heroic and a very courageous act to be able to do that. Because for you to be able to do that, for you to be able to really show up that way at your peak, the only way that it can happen is if you're really truly operating where you're free from insecurities and worries and fears and judgments. And the specific strategy that I talked to these leaders through is what we call the creation of an alter ego, or sometimes what I will call an on-field identity. And I was actually surprised how many people in the audience were familiar with this term. But honestly, of all the successful people and high-achieving people I've ever seen, either in business or in athletics, they have used this strategy to some extent. And before I dig into it and really detail how you can use it to be able to achieve better results personally, professionally, or athletically, we should probably take a step back and talk about why do we even need this in the first place. And I will oftentimes say, as you are listening to this right now, you are where you are for three very specific reasons and three reasons only. The first one is your nature. Nature is your genes, your heredity, your DNA, literally what you were born with. Two, your nurture. Things that happened to you early on, your your very first experiences and how you were raised. And three, the choices that you've made based off of these two things, the nature and nurture. And when we look at something like creating an alter ego or an on-field identity, it is something that we can't change our nature and we can certainly change our decisions moving forward, but it is actually something that allows us to deal with some of the nurture things that happen to us early on in life. 
And you probably think I'm doing like hardcore psychoanalysis or, or psychotherapy right now. But the bottom line is, I'll give you some examples in a second, but when we go back and when we trace and really think about some of our earliest experiences, it becomes clear to me every day that these are the things that usually show up and manifest themselves in some way in our personal, professional, or athletic lives. So let me give you a couple of examples here. And these were examples that I gave at the conference as well. The first one, if you know athletics, maybe you know the name Bo Jackson. Um, he played, I think it was roughly 20 years ago, but I believe he's still the only person that has ever been an all-star in both football and baseball. I mean, the guy was just an absolute beast and an athletic specimen. But if you look at Bo Jackson's background, he grew up, he didn't really have a father figure in his life, got into a lot of trouble early on. And when he was trying to get into athletics and trying to play these things, I mean, he was always kind of a bully and he was just going around. It was just kind of beating kids up. So what he actually had to do is he had to create an alter ego that went out there and performed on the athletic field of play, whether it's baseball or football for him, but did it in a very cool, calm and collected and poised way. And as strange as it sounds, his alter ego, I, I was reading about this in a book by Todd Herman on the alter ego, his alter ego, strange as it sounds, was actually based on Jason from Friday the 13th. And for any of you that have seen those movies, I'm sure that sounds very strange, but when he looked at Jason and when he looked at bringing some of those things into his own personality, he wanted to still be super aggressive and wanted to kind of go out there and be cold blooded in terms of the way that he did things. But he wanted to do it very methodically and he wanted to do it without losing his temper and without losing his cool on the field of play. So that's Bo Jackson. The second example that I gave and a very well-known alter ego is by Beyonce. And whether you're a Beyonce fan or not, she actually has an album titled I Am Sasha Fierce. And she's been very open about her alter ego being Sasha Fierce. And part of the reason that she created this is that if you know Beyonce's backstory, she was raised in a Southern home, very religious, very traditional and conservative values. And that doesn't really allow you to go out and I think maybe wear their provocative clothing or really fully express yourself, dance the way and sing the way that she wanted to and she had to, to be able to become Beyonce and become the person that she wanted to be. So that's the second one. And then logically going into the third one from there, if we're talking about Bo Jackson and Beyonce, well, let's also talk about Scott Welly because he has an alter ego as well. And if you go back to my original backstory and how I was raised, uh, I actually grew up with a horrible stutter when I was very young. And I was, I have a brother that's a year and a half older than me. And he was, a, he was a very academic guy and very smart, and I was just always really self-conscious and always worried that I wouldn't be good enough. And especially when I had that stutter early on, I was very fearful of what are people thinking about me and what are they going to say about me. 
And when I'm thinking these things, I can't possibly go out and speak and present. And even if I'm recording a podcast or a video, I can't possibly do those things to the best of my ability if I'm operating under those thought patterns. So I had to actually craft an alter ego that Michael Jordan was my favorite athlete growing up. And I still have his book, I Can't Accept Not Trying, sitting next to my bed in Minnesota. And I had to craft something that would allow me to go out there and would allow me to be the best version of myself and not operate with those worries and fears and kind of judgments of what are people going to think and what are people going to say. So again, I could give you even more examples based on these things, but if I were to just ask you, what are your earliest memories of things that may have happened to you either with family or with friends or in school or just different experiences that you've had that have maybe shaped you up to this point and are possibly holding you back from really allowing you to show up and to be the best version of yourself and really outperform when you go out there in the world, what would those be? Because I think the first couple of things that we have to identify is what are the thought patterns that are holding you back? Are you worried about what people are thinking, what people are going to say? Do you have specific fears? Do you have specific worries, judgments, insecurities? Again, things that are holding you back a little bit. And then from that, what are the specific areas in your life that this shows up and doesn't allow you to be the best version of yourself? Those are the first two things you need to answer. And then the third thing would be, what I want you to do is I want you to think about what would the enhanced or the better version of you look like if you really showed up and you really stepped into that best version of yourself. And what I'm telling you to do is to, when you go into this, is to not even go in and to think of it as you. I'm actually encouraging you to think of it as almost someone that's outside of you, like the Beyonce had the Sasha Fierce and the Bo Jackson had Jason and I had Michael Jordan. Actually think about someone that if you're a little bit worried or fearful or insecure in different circumstances, what would someone look like that would be your alter ego and how would they look? How would they act? How would they move? What would they do that would allow you to show up and to perform at your peak while you're doing that if that person is not actually you? And hopefully that makes sense. And really what you want to do more than anything else when you do this is you want to create some type of trigger or something to pair this with. Now, a simple one is, or a simple couple of examples is, one, it could be something that you wear. I sometimes say fashion is a feeling, but sort of like Tiger Woods wears red on Sundays, he puts on the red shirt and then that brings up an enhanced version of him. It could be Bo Jackson wearing the jersey. It could be Beyonce wearing a certain pair of shoes. It could be me wearing a specific sport coat or something when I'm going out to speak, but pair it with something very specifically and you can certainly use something that you wear to be able to create that feeling that you want with your alter ego. You could also do it with song. You could do it with something that just really motivates, really inspires you to want to show up as that best enhanced version of yourself. 
Um, or you could pair it with just something else, some other uh, totem or some other artifact, something that you have, whether it's a pen or something that you carry in your pocket or something that you have on your desk, but something that you, when you look at it and when you see it, it really represents that person that you want to step into and that you want to become. So hopefully that makes sense. And one of the big questions that I get any time that I'm talking about the alter egos is inevitably, especially if I'm doing a speech or a workshop on it, is someone will say, well, Scott, won't this make me look fake when I go out there in the world if I'm operating this way? And I say, absolutely not. I say, how these are things that we all already have inside of us. And what we're doing is we're just trying to bring them out into the world to be able to play a bigger game and to be able to perform at our peak. And is you stepping out there being courageous and operating without worries and fears and insecurities and judgments, is that you being fake? Or is that actually you showing up and being the most real, authentic version of what your peak performance self is? And also remember that your alter ego is situation specific. Uh, you don't need to be your alter ego 24-7, 365. Like Beyonce doesn't need to worry about being Sasha Fierce when she's doing interviews. She just needs it before she's going to step out on stage. I don't need to worry about being Michael Jordan and not stuttering when I'm sitting down and I'm having a cup of coffee with you. I just need it before I'm going to be doing a large keynote or I'm going to be doing a presentation. So you're only really bringing out and tapping into your alter ego for those specific situations where you really need to raise your game and be the best version of you. And you might not be the most comfortable doing that. And this is one of the things that I heard at the conference that I was speaking at in Denver too, where I attended a couple of sessions after I was done and there was somebody presenting that was actually talking about, well, I just, I try to show up uh, the same way in my personal and my professional life all the time. And I hear people say this sometimes and, and if you want to have that mentality, okay, that's one thing, but I just don't know a lot of people that necessarily operate that way. I know and all of the people that I've really been experienced with and that I've seen, they all have specific situations where they need to turn on and turn off a kind of different part of them that allows them to really step up their game and allows them to perform their best in that unique situation. So again, if you can just answer the basic questions, what are what are the thought patterns and maybe the earliest experiences that could potentially be holding you back and in what situations do these manifest themselves and then make that conscious intentional effort of who do I want to become and step into and pair that with some type of trigger or something that's going to allow you to do that, you are going to be ahead of 99% of people as far as showing up at your peak in anything that you do personally, professionally, athletically. So as I'm talking about this alter ego, if any of this resonated with you and if you'd like a longer 
a workbook that I use with some of my personal performance coaching clients that goes with this strategy, just jump on my website, scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. Contact me and ask for it, and I will send that over to you. It'll help you flush this out just a little bit more. But uh, just answering these questions is already going to be a huge head start on you really showing up as your best authentic version of yourself. So thank you for listening. And as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, high performance. Keep outperforming. Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.